The Pleasure Project with Donna Scogland, day 80. Day 80, we're here, the end. It is the final day of The Pleasure Project. I can't believe it. We have arrived and what a journey it's been. So I'm saving the big juicy takeaways for the workshop that I'm leading this Saturday, October 22nd at 10 o'clock Pacific. On the, on the 10 things I discovered about creating a pleasurable life. So I really hope you join me. The link to join the Zoom link is in the show notes. There's a, you can click on there, add it to your calendar. The Zoom link is in there so that you can show up and I can really share the deep dive takeaways and discoveries that I have uncovered over the last 80 days. So what are some of the thoughts about coming to the end of this 80-day exploration? First of all, I'm so proud of myself for showing up to this podcast for 80 days straight and never missing a day. I'm also pleasantly surprised that I didn't allow myself to get distracted because that is a tendency of mine. And I was genuinely able to stay focused on pleasure for three whole months, a singular focus, and I did not stray from that focus. I'm also super excited to do another project and create another goal using the same project process. And so I've been really thinking about, okay, what was it about this project to that really enabled the dedication, the commitment, the follow through, the focus? So I broke it down and it's really six, six things that allowed that I set myself up and really the, the setting myself up part was a big, a big part of, I think, why I was able to show up because I was very clear in the very beginning of what I was doing. And I created this container and these constraints for myself to enable the transformation that I wanted to experience. So the first thing is I was just super clear on what I wanted to change, what I wanted to work on, what the goal of this project was. And that was to create a life that sparks joy and to uncover the process of finding more pleasure in work and in life. And what are the pieces, what are the ingredients, what are the tenants of being the happiest, healthiest version of myself. The second thing is I asked myself, okay, what is required for me to attain that goal? What do I need to do in order to move towards that aim? And so I really, a, a big part of it is like, I, I went into it and this is, I think, really important is that I didn't exactly know how I was going to do any of this. I, I I knew I had to, I didn't have to, but I, I chose to do a daily podcast, which was going to be just sharing what was coming up for me at, through this process. But other than showing up for the podcast, I didn't really know what was going to be inside the project itself. I just knew what was going to pull me away from it. So I know that I wanted the public accountability of having the daily podcast so that that kept it front of mind for me. So 
I knew that, so the third, the third question really, or the third piece of this is I thought in advance, like what would get in the way of me staying focused, of me moving towards this aim. And that was really, I, I uncovered some of those things through, you know, the last few years of self-coaching and, and getting coached and being aware of my own patterns. One of them being my pattern to look outside of myself. So I, I set some guidelines for myself of no social media scrolling. I wanted to spend more time in my own brain with my own thoughts and my own beliefs versus spending a lot of time taking on other people's thoughts and beliefs. Now I did do, you know, I did read books. I did listen to some podcasts. So it wasn't like I didn't do any of that. Like I I could have, you know, taken that even further. I chose not to because I chose to, to allow myself the pleasure of, of reading and of learning, but I didn't learn. I didn't go into programs and courses, which is again, one of the ways that I, I love to learn, I love to do that kind of passive learning and passive action of acquiring knowledge. So I did it a little, but I definitely constrained and I didn't do any social media scrolling. So that was one thing. The other thing that I knew was that I, you know, one of my patterns, one of my go-tos is just focusing on actions and doing and rushing through things. So I knew that I, really wanted to be intentional about slowing down and spending more time focusing on my thoughts and my feelings. And so I had a daily self-coaching practice that allowed me, really created uh, a time and a space for me to do that. And then that was just something that, again, stayed more top of mind through this process. So I was clear on the patterns and how I was gonna kind of solve for those patterns in the project, I made that a part of the project. So the fourth, fourth piece was really, again, like what are the constraints that I need to create in order to account for these patterns, for these challenges, for these, my own ways that I would get distracted or that things that would pull me away from this intention of finding pleasure and staying focused and uncovering my own process, my own voice, connecting to my own intuition, what I really wanted to do truly versus looking outside of myself. The fifth piece was just getting super clear about what I was committing to. So number one, committing to the daily process, to the, the daily podcast. Number two, committing to no scrolling on social media. The third thing I committed to was basically ending all my group programs in order to figure out what I wanted to create next as a group program. So just focusing on serving my one-on-one -on -one co coaching clients and not adding anything else. I did, I did offer my sugar detox, which I'm okay with. Um, and that was, you know, something that I had really already planned to do. So I followed through on commitments I had already made in the past. And then the final piece was having clear deadlines and making them non-negotiable. So having the deadline of the project, the actual deadline is Sunday, 
but I'm wrapping everything up, but I'm teaching the workshop on Saturday, but the official end of the project that is due for my master coach training is Sunday. So I've also had a whole lot of homework and stuff for my master coach training that I've had to do in addition to my project. So now that I've kind of broken this down, I can, it's replicable. I can do this again. And I really loved how having everything so clear in my mind and so defined made it so much easier to stay on track with it and, and know that I was doing it. Even though the nature of this project was quite intangible, like pleasure. Pleasure is not, it's, it's, it is an intangible thing. And I was able to create a project around something like that. So another thing I realized in reflecting on this project and what allowed it to be in my mind successful and feel good about how I showed up for it and really commit and be all in was that I shifted. I, I really was able to finally make a lot of the changes that I wanted to make in the past that I hadn't quite committed to. And that was the difference between wanting something and actually deciding to do it. Now, wanting feels really good. Wanting, and I've talked about this on the podcast, it's the, the wanting of when we dream and we visualize about our goals and our desires, and we can just you know be in our minds and have all those good feelings as we think about that end goal and the result that we want to create and the outcome. But it's safe, right? It's passive. It, we don't need to really take any action in the wanting. It doesn't require anything of you. Versus when you decide it doesn't feel good. And as someone who loves to indulge in a lot of indecision and confusion, I often don't decide to do things because deciding takes requires risk. When you decide on something, you say yes to one thing and you say no to everything that goes against that. Decide, and I've said this on the podcast before as well, means literally to kill off all other options. So we generally don't like to do, we don't like to limit ourselves. We don't like, you know, the fear of missing out. So we prevent decision so that we can in our mind, keep all the options open, but it also doesn't require risk or failure or any of that, which is often what we are preventing or what we are we're thinking that we're pre preventing or we're um, what we're kind of keeping ourselves safe from when we don't decide. So deciding requires commitment and it then again, might include risk. It might include failure. It might include struggle and challenge and all the things when you decide you're going in a direction and you commit to that direction no matter what. So I really realized that, you know, these, these things that I had been talking about, like wanting to slow down and wanting to focus more on being and being more present and having more fun 
was just things that sounded good. And I would talk about how, yeah, that they're, they're great. And I want that. And it would be so good if I did that, but I didn't actually commit to any of it. So this project facilitated that commitment. So now I'm asking myself, what's next? What is the next project? What is the next goal? And how can I set myself up in the way that I did for this project? What is the project that will facilitate my the, the growth that I want to have next? And I don't quite know that yet. I haven't made those decisions yet. I am, again, still just finishing up this project. I'm still in my, my master coach training and for another month. So I know this. I'm just getting started. I have shown myself what I'm capable of when I commit 100%. And what is possible when I go all in with a crystal clear intention and focus. So I would love to share all the golden nuggets in my workshop this Saturday. I hope you join me. Click the link in the show notes, add it to your calendar, grab the Zoom link. See you there on Saturday. And there will be a season two of this podcast. This podcast is not going anywhere. It will probably not be daily, <laughs> but it will for sure, I can guarantee it'll be weekly and maybe even more than once a week. So don't go anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here. I've got a lot more that I want to share with you. And I hope to see you on Saturday. Bye.